Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Tuesday morning. Yeah, spaghetti and meatballs here, fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon is producing this disaster. And joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek. Martin Weiss, what a morning. Wow, we haven't even fired it up yet. And Steve Nash canned TJ Hawkinson on the move. I'm 11 mini Yaman Joys in, and I'm ready to rock, fellas. You're our, <laughs> wait, wait a second. You're, we haven't even farted it up yet? Huh? Is that what you said? I thought that's what you said. Maybe the Almond Joys are making you fart. I, I, I haven't fi- fired it up. I re- Steve Nash oh, fired oh, it. I got oh, yes, okay. yes. I haven't okay, fired it up either. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm dipping uh, Almond Joys in my coffee and everything this morning. So I'm, uh, I'm a little loopy. <laughs> I don't know. Should should um, teachers, should we like send our kids to school with like 80 bucks? Should they get an extra? They should get a bonus today for watching these little monsters, sugared up monsters. Like um, kind of when you like screw up a hotel room, you're like, all right, I got to leave 20 bucks for the. <laughs> The housekeeping here. This should be this is a terrible day for teachers, isn't it? I mean, obviously, we need as a society to install a Friday night or Saturday night Halloween law. Yeah, I mean, everybody belly aches about that. And I guess there are bigger fish to fry. I don't know if you heard it's election season, but wouldn't that at least be a valuable chip to be a politician and offer up? If I win, I will see to it that it is at least in our region of america it is a it's a holiday on saturday nights or friday on saturday some cities i think do that they allow the the trick-or-treating that yeah well my father and unironically asked he's like hey why don't you send the kids out saturday trick-or-treating it'll be uh you know it won't be as crowded and i'm like that's funny he's like (laughs) he's like no honestly I was like, well, the the people won't be ready for that. I guess we could send them out in March, too. Um, it, <laughs> no crowd at all. But. <laughs> That's oh, boy. great out of context. Just knocking <laughs> some weird little gremlin standing on your porch <laughs> in a costume for no good reason. <laughs> Creepy indeed. Martin, did you dress up yesterday? No, but I also didn't. I just went to work and at 4 o'clock in the morning, I just yeah. dressed up like somebody who's trying to get paid. You know, See that that's uh, that's the thing. That's you should have taken a kid. That's the funny thing. I think go trick or treating at four in the morning and see who answers and see how <laughs> furious they get at like seven year olds. They can only be so angry, right? But it is still four in the morning. I always wanted to do that as a uh, hit. <laughs> but that's a great idea. And what's a bad idea? I'm sorry to say, hmm. Marty Weiss is not dressed as a leader of a pro football team. Look at that backwards hat. He's like Romo. Or or Stafford, those guys never win anything when you wear your hat backwards. Is that the backward gold cap? Is that the gold it is. cap? It's a gold oh. cap, man. I've been, I've bad back to back six and eight weeks on the picks. I'm trying to shake it up. I got to do Ooh. something different. You know, I'm not. You know, I got to shake up the juju and check. You tried so hard to mush me, and that's something. You know what? <laughs> You're right. No, so I, I support you better. I would think you did it on accident. But because I know you, I know it was on purpose. <laughs> you saw it coming somehow. Because, you know, my TV is four plays behind in general. So you saw P.J. Walker launch that thing to D.J. Moore. And you oh. got your tweet off right before he ripped his helmet off and went into the stands. Of which seemed to be one of the more innocuous celebrations that I've seen the, of the weekend. <laughs> like That That's would crazy. be the one that cost you a game or to cost you the opportunity to kick an extra point. Right at the, at the appropriate place. No, but what you're talking oh, wow. about is instead of the inside baseball, let's talk uh, about what you're getting at there. I tweeted you. You said I think it was two weeks ago, if not three weeks ago, that you placed a futures bet on the Atlanta Falcons to win the NFC South. And I said, that's a fun bet. It's a crazy bet. I mean, I'll, ultimately, that's not going to work out. looks pretty good right now. So muddle yeah. stuff is the bottom line. We'll get to that. Well, Martin's got every team in that division. He roots for the Saints. We all thought the Bucks. Now he's got the Falcons. But the Panthers are the only team. The Panthers are the team that deserve to win. My God, with that celebration. And by the way, there I have it on good authority that there are actual referees in the in the league that said, well, that was the wrong call. He was off the field. I don't know if we're going to get to a point where we're replaying these, we're challenging these calls, replaying, seeing if the guy's feet were inbounds or in the end zone when he re, when 
we remove the helmet? Are we going to get to that? It's a, it's craziness. We were saying like you could do, you could do like a, a choreography of uh, the the sound of music in the end zone, and it's okay. But uh, a guy takes his helmet off, it's it's it doesn't work. But anyway, back to what you were saying, Martin. Uh, yes, you had a great lead on everybody. Now I think you're two games back in the extra point staff. Harry and Kevin Hench are tied for the lead. Brother Bry is one back. Sheck, it was me, it was you, it was Megan Connolly at eight and six. Parley Kid and Brother Bry with ten and four. Hench, Jen, Martin, Eddie, Megan Gailey, six and eight. Uh, Harry, nine and five, and Will, seven and seven. So that's where we are. Martin, don't give up. Long season. Long so, season. But only two games back right yeah, now. I think so. I think that's what Okay, two games. Yeah. All right. But I didn't know. I was because Meatballs didn't. He, I, 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 he only did the top three. So I was concerned. I know that two people were tied. You're not on but, the podium uh, yet. Yeah. But yeah, yeah get there. I, I don't, uh, I'm like the, I'm like last year's Cincinnati Bengals. Started out <laughs> hot. I had a little bit in the middle, like me and Joe, and me, me, Joe, and Jamar had a little bit of a, a trouble yeah. connecting. Don't worry. By the time the holidays hit, I'll be right back hitting at the top of that thing. Well, we're going to get to this year's Cincinnati Bengals. I do want to congratulate Matt Bluth or Bluth. This is interesting, Check, because we have a Bluth uh, friend that's named Bluth. But B-L-U-T-H, what would you say? What are we going with? Well, whichever Bluth? would annoy whichever would annoy him more. <laughs> that's, that's always okay. my rule, you know. All right. Well, he's won $100. That's not too annoying. Uh, our no. extra points, uh, pick them winner, 11 right. Good job by you. Uh, yeah, so let's talk about the Browns and Bengals. I did have the Browns. I didn't have a great reason for it. I know the the Bengals had lost. Well, that was my pup, right? That was my pup of the week. The Bengals have now lost 13 in a row on the road primetime games. That shouldn't matter when they line up and get on the field. But, boy, they got they got beat up, Sheck. 32-13. Jacoby Brissett, 278 and a touchdown, plus one rushing. Chubb over 100. Cooper, 131. They dominated time of possession, 36-23. Dominated first downs, 24-15. And Joe Burrow was sacked five times. And this is why you can't trust the Bengals week in, week out. Because he's going to get sacked between three yeah. and 11 times. And he might turn it over once or twice. But I'll say that... I was wrong about this game, of course. Um, I yeah, I thought that Jacoby Brissett. Everybody keeps making the hilarious joke about that this guy or that is going to turn into a pumpkin around Halloween. I thought Jacoby Brissett did that a couple of weeks ago, and yet they win the game. And as we try to continue, we keep trying to figure out week after week, month after. What are the through lines of success for gambling and for pro football teams and otherwise? And I guess it is the mini era of head-to-head matchups should not be ignored, the results of those. Kyle Shanahan owns Sean McVay. We saw that on Sunday, why we all didn't pounce on the Browns, mm. who have, for whatever reason, pushed around the Bengals the last couple of years. I think that was the bet we should have made, I guess. I, so we should track these things it, within the divisions going forward in the second half of the NFL and abide by them because it seems like it pays off pretty consistently. I right? guess so. But then you would just pick Belichick every week against whoever because you're basing it on all the Tom Brady is. But, no, I know what you're saying. We could right. uh, we could find a pull, pull these out. Hey, Martin, your Weiss advice uh, hit yesterday, right? What was your overprop? <laughs> Unfortunately, it didn't. I had Joe Mixon over receiving yards. It's remarkable. Oh. I've had a really good – betting season so far this year like against the side against the spread totals and i try to do this little freaking prop on monday night and i was just <laughs> oh for seven so far i mean it's it's insane and it's not like he didn't have the touches like he had four and five receptions in which i'm like oh you just make one guy miss joe you just make yeah. one guy miss and that's 10 yards is all i need i needed 21 yards and he had like five catches for like 16 total and, and but only- he had, only had like uh, like 35 yards on the game. He only had like 20. Uh, he didn't have a I lot think 27 of rushing. Yeah, he didn't. Uh, yeah. I mean, that, that's where you thought they would they would keep it close. My God. But anyway, so the Browns, um, I mean, it was a must win for the Browns. You go to six losses, Shaq, after eight games. Doesn't matter who you have coming back uh, week 12. But I would say the big winner over the last eight days in that division is the Ravens. Oh, yeah. Um, let's go back. They beat the Browns. Then they learn that Chase, uh, Jamar Chase is out four to six weeks for the Bengals. Then they beat the Bucks last Thursday. Then they trade for Robert Quinn. They're getting some defensive guys back. The Bengals lose to the Browns, and they lose uh, Chidobia Woozy uh, to a torn ACL. That division, I know there's like prohibitive winners already with the Bills and the Vikings. 
I don't know. A, a division you always feel comes down to week 18 is pretty much settled if the Ravens stay healthy. Minus 360 to take the AFC North. I'm not Look at their schedule. Else. Look at right. Oh, of, of course not. Look at look at what the Ravens have left on the schedule. There's very little resistance there. You said Robert Smith. You met Ro- Roquan Smith. Roquan, uh, Robert yeah. Quinn. You met Roquan right, Smith. Right. That's what I meant. Um, That's right. yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I, I think that uh, that was a significant win that the Ravens scratched out last week. Uh, you know, when they kind of found or returned to their ID of just. Uh, banging you around a little bit and it's just such a different style of ball even when you look at what the eagles are doing too that's that's our recurring point here eddie spaghetti was in on that uh, several weeks ago too that in the qb league i don't know why in 2022 that all, all bets are off it's not i guess if you have Wait, Josh Allen, off? the bets are off I guess so because the Patrick Mahomes doing? and Josh Allen, notwithstanding, that's a, it's not if you have the best quarterback whether or not you you win games. Now Lamar Jackson, I yes. Bottom line is, I'm sorry, I, 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 I'm babbling around here, but yes, the bottom line, yeah. yes, I agree with you. Yes, the the Baltimore Ravens, clear cut, prohibitive favorite the rest of the way. You talked about their schedule too in the next month. All right, at. Saints Monday night. That could be fun. Uh, home against the Panthers at the Jaguars, home against the Broncos, and then at your Steelers. Oh, man, that three and two at worst, I think. And then widening the lead against uh, the Bengals, probably four and one, Martin. Yeah, the, Ra- all, the all bets are off thing. You just meant that. that you didn't mean that. Literally, not right? literally, not okay. literally. No, if that's I the case. That. Then we should all go back and replay some futures. Sal, you have like 13 yeah. running backs that still have to go under. That's true. Yes. And I I also, in a a few minutes, I have like a six minute uh, read uh, for Caesars with uh, all these (laughs) 1 800 numbers and everything. That won't even matter. But no, all right. All right. The bets are back. Futures, man. That is, go through those conference and Super Bowl futures. There's some intriguing stuff in there. We poured over those on minus three earlier in the week, and I encourage you to do it. Well, you encourage everyone to go over five and a half Steelers wins, and uh, it's still five and a half. Yeah. Where, where are you now on that? You're still over I, five I'm and a half? little surprised it didn't drop a little bit. But, yes, at yeah. plus 100, I, I mean, I think that it is a certainty that that mm-hmm. happens. I really love the, the Steelers wow. over five and a half the rest All of right. the way. Go through their schedule. I mean, they're going to scratch out certainly. Go through their schedule. Who, who, they, who do they have to win? Who, do we, who should I see on that schedule that they have to win? I get that their offense is an atrocity. I'm not going to attempt to explain <laughs> that away, but they're they're supposed to be as has been the case for the last eight months, nay, for the last two years. Uh-huh. They're a defense dominant team without their key piece. T.J. Watt's right. going to return after the bye. They're going to be a different team. They're going to win a minimum of four games. I think you can make that bet and uh, and feel nice and safe. You can spend yep. that money on Christmas or Hanukkah Ooh. or Kwanzaa presents now. Uh, speaking of Hanukkah, Babyface Joel Solomon said you contradicted yourself. I don't even remember what it was, Babyface, hmm. now with the T.J. Watt stuff. I would mentioned that he should play if he can, and Sheck said he shouldn't. What, what was it? I don't remember. No, he should play. I think Dave wanted him back after the bye to rest them. Yeah. I don't think he would have made a difference in that game. But, no, I think, Dave, that's uh, – then, then you said he should play if he could go. But obviously On the podcast, he said he shouldn't play. This week, last week, but then he tweeted Whoa. that he should. I did. You know how he shouldn't he's play to making sure that guys get the right debut. Make sure they come back into uh, the right scenario, as if like playing a football game is just you, you can script it perfectly for T.J. Watt or for Kenny Pickett or for whatever right. Steeler is going to get thrown back into the mix. I don't yeah, know what that means. I, don't, I, I mean, maybe you can disprove it with a with a sound bite, and then I'll stand down. But I don't think so. I mean, I'm all I'm uh, the NFL. Well, I remember Martin saying they can't. Martin, Martin was saying they can't win without him. This is a guy they can't win without. And I was like, yes, they should play him. He's back in practice, and you're like, oh, he's not going to play. He shouldn't play yet. He's not ready. I think that's kind of what it was. It doesn't matter. Dave, you always shut it down. Way another week to get the bye coming up, and then it's Thursday night, and then Sunday night, and 13 more days to get ready, and then you'll have the reigning defensive player of the year back on the base of the three rivers, and then, of course, over six and a half is Mike Tomlin. I think that's what it sounded like. 
What well, one uh, thing's for sure. I don't know. I don't no, know that, what the that was the actual audio. That, thank you, Martin, for pulling up that. <laughs> that was audio. it. That Martin. Was Martin did uh, isolate it. One thing's for sure, Shaq, or not for but sure. But, uh, Joe with his mighty swings and misses is an attempt to get me all the time. Or very strange. I don't get it. I what are you talking about? You've been saying, "Oh, they're going to turn it around for two years, Dave," and we are yet to turn this ship around. This black and gold. <laughs> they made the playoffs last year. You weirdo. They um, got smoked. They got Tomlin's, absolutely embarrassed. You wouldn't bet on Tomlin's streak, though, at this point, right? To go over eight and a half. That's no, that I think is no. Gone. I don't think I. I it's a a really a big stretch that they would win seven yeah. of their last nine. Um, Spaghetti's back from Seattle. I know. Uh, I heard him speak about the trip on minus three. His Giants lost to the Seahawks. Spaghetti, the weather wasn't too bad. Was it a fun experience overall? You promised to get in a fight, and you didn't. I don't think. I didn't. I did not promise that because I don't get into fights. It's a weird oh, misconception right. that you portray about me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love Seattle. My second time there. Great, great time. Great venue. Awesome area to go see a game. I, I truly recommend it for any football fan. Um, the Giants were banged up. You know, losing um, Evan Neal the week prior, and then having to deal with more practice squad guys. Obviously, the weather was not really a factor in the game. Um, Richie James though decides to fumble twice, gives the Seahawks mm. a really good field position, loses the Giants two offensive possessions also a personal foul penalty on another punt return that lost about 40 yards of field position so special teams really was the flare-up that caused him to lose this is like more of a joe judge giants uh kind of thing that would happen but again why we they need that saquon's shoulder is really pretty bad if you saw in the game matt Breida was in like blocking downs that saquon normally would do that's how they kind of like healed Saquon was pulling him off the field and blocking down. So they need this by <clears throat> terribly. And then having the Texans who may be trading Brandon cooks, having uh, the lions who are firing coordinators and they just traded Hawkinson. Um, so in three weeks from now being eight and two is going to be pretty good. So wow. uh, no complaints wow. there. Yeah. All right. Well, they do have some easy games on their schedule. Is it really though a weird misconception? Me thinking that you could maybe get into a fight. I mean, you're one yes. of the mouthiest fans I know, honestly, just based on that. Is that is that yeah, wrong? It's, it's Jack, wrong? Am I wrong? It's no one would agree, and no one that knows me would agree with you with that. I don't, if you wilt like a flower when you're around people at games, that's one thing. But going into check, I mean, I'm gonna, I literally know, I didn't speak it. to a single person. I did not speak to a single CX fan the entire time. Okay, I was well that's weird. Well, that's the weird Jose part. Altuve based, based wasn't there everything. in uh, Jose Altuve <laughs> wasn't there in the Geno Smith jersey. Shaq, am I weird to think that he would never get in a fight based on, uh, you know, how I defer to the I defer to the hilarious people on this show. I'm going to let them do all the the funny stuff from here on out. Okay, good. This is a fun part. All right. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to give everybody a bunch of almond joys. I'm going to start over. Um, All right. Let's start this, though. In honor of Halloween last night, the festivities at the midseason mark. What, Martin, would you say is the strangest thing you've seen from the NFL over the first eight weeks? The strangest thing I've seen from the NFL is the I'd say the two week period for the Chicago Bears, where they just like the idea that the last week the Bears were playing to be a five hundred team uh, yeah. against the Cowboys. Like they had that two week stretch where they beat the Patriots. Like that, I think, is the weirdest. Like the weirdest result. They came like four hundred and eighty yards rushing or something crazy yeah. in two like, weeks the, against the Pats. Of the things the, I had yes. no expectation for and couldn't couldn't plan for. Uh, the mm-hmm. Giants being six and two right now is another one. I know that's not, but I don't want to stoke Eddie back because the last time I said the Giants were going to lose, he said it didn't matter because that Evan. It does. No, you could say it. Say what do you want. Well, He's not going to fight you. We know that. Yeah, okay that is there. true. This is the last time I, when I picked against the Giants, he was like, how could you do that? It's like, you don't watch the Giants. And I said they were banged up. That's the first thing he just said. So I guess well, if you didn't watch listen. the Giants in person, man, it changes his opinion. But, no, no I'd no, have no. to go. I'd have to go with the – yeah. All right. The the Bears, yes. I, I picked the, the Bears, Bears one, one of my many terrible picks, uh, the Bears to have the worst record. I mean, what were we going to do? It was either the Bears rebuilding or Seahawks rebuilding, okay, but whiffed on those two. Uh, I think the Bears are still the worst the, team in football. Just somehow, it's going to be the Texans, though. Wins. I think uh, the Texans will end up. I, I don't think there'll be a, a team with two wins like we've seen in the past. Number one draft uh, team getting two wins, but uh, I, I think it'll be the Texans. Check weirdest thing, strangest thing you've seen over the NFL. Well, uh, it's, I mean, I don't know how it's anything other than Geno Smith at this advanced point in his career that he Mm -hmm. is halfway decent, let alone, 
I mean, I, I maybe it's a little bit of a reach to talk MVP, but what if he, I mean, talk about the disparity between season win total, as you say, what we were all betting on as a team mm-hmm. and where the Seahawks are now. And it has, you know, I mean, obviously they drafted great and the defense is way better and Pete Carroll still being there, let alone keeping this team relevant. It's crazy stuff, but it's all about Geno Smith. Geno Smith is one of the more impactful players in a positive way in the year of the Lord 2022. It is incredible. It really is inexplicable. The yes for the Seahawks to make the playoffs on Caesars is plus 120 at this point. I know you could have fun with them to win the division too, which is nice odds. Um, Yes, Geno Smith is about sixth or seventh on the MVP list, according to Caesars. And yeah, it's it's bizarre because – even but I remember we were joking about they hadn't even played yet and the whole NFC West had gone 0-1 on Sunday. We're like, just hang on, Pete Carroll. You can win this division. And then and then they go Monday and they beat Denver, which seemed monumental at that point. <clears throat> but then they lose their next two. It's like, okay, everything's right now. It's Seahawks are the Seahawks, and now they're kind of on fire. That was an impressive win over the Giants. I can make fun of spaghetti all I want, but that's a good Giants team that they beat and uh they handled in the fourth quarter. So <clears throat> yeah, I would say that's strange. And the only thing you can't re- – I mean, we, the the other side of that coin is uh, it just – at this point, so rote, it, it doesn't even need to be brought up, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and Russell Wilson all stink. I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. You might want to throw that? Stafford in there too. You might want to throw Stafford in there. I was looking Fair. at the preseason odds for Stafford – Brady and Rodgers to not make the playoffs and whatever. One of them probably will or two, uh, maybe one, I think, but 68 to one, if you would have bet that, would you take, you would take 68 to one. I mean, I would take that obviously right now, but it is tough. We'll uh, talk about Tampa. Um, The weird, the strangest thing I've seen, it could be Tom Brady or Kirk Herbstreet's new faces. I don't know what they did, but uh, I won't say that. I won't say that. I'm going to say, I don't even want to say this out loud. Glad you didn't, but you're too classy to bring that up. I no, I don't want to put that at the top of the list. It's yeah. it's one of it's amongst the top, but uh, and I don't want to say this out loud. Mike McCarthy hasn't blown a game yet. I know I'm jinxing mm. it, but we're halfway through the season, and I can't fault him for the two losses or you know trying come close to any of the six wins. But uh, that's what I would say. Mike McCarthy not blown. Now, no, nobody listen to that because I know that is a complete. Jinx right there. All right, what are we doing? Uh, Martin, give us your meatheads of the week. This is uh, Martin's meathead. Gives us some options. Check and I pick. We go along with his or we go off the board. I got number one is probably who I think should be the next coach fired in the NFL right now. It's Dan Campbell. Two weeks ago or three weeks ago against the New England Patriots, he said they had hit a rock bottom as formerly unknown Bailey Zappi had a beautiful debut, scoring 29 points, and the Lions scoring none going into the bye. Since that mm-hmm. moment, three weeks ago, they're all in two, and the Lions have been outscored 35 to nothing in the second half of both games, which were actually winnable. So he's the number right. one because he, as somebody who's back to the Lions the last two weeks, it's been terrible. Okay. Josh McDaniel going – and, and apologizing after the game to Raiders fans saying like Raider nation deserves better. Like I'm concerned now, seriously about this guy. Like we drafted Tim Tebow and then he quit on Indianapolis. And now he's apologizing to fans seven games into his Raider tenure. I'm not sure that this is off to a great start and they scored no points against the team, which I mean, like they've said it all year, the Saints have been one of the most injured teams in football. That's why they have the record that they have. But ultimately, I think this is my no, I feel like no team should get shut out anymore, and especially when they hand it off once in the second half, the Raiders did. It's pass, 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 and you still can't score? Ridiculous. But go ahead. Who's number and three? To, for all those passes, Devonta Adams with three catches. Like right, That's our three targets. Like There you go. Uh, but uh, Justin I think he Field. had the flu. He had the flu and almost wasn't even going to play. But uh, but uh, yeah, all right. 
Justin Fields jumping clear over Micah Parsons instead of touching him down, which single-handedly caused any chance of the Bears, A, either winning the game or covering the 11. Right then in that moment, and Micah Parsons gets up and turns into Zeke from three years ago and runs it into the end zone. Yeah. He, he intentionally jumps over him like he's playing at Ohio State still, and he's <laughs> down by contact because he hit the ground. Like it was, I couldn't understand it by one bit. All he had to do was just literally kick him, and we're right back in business. All right. I'm not going to give Justin. I won't agree with that because he's uh, he actually did well against the best defense of the millennium. So, um, yeah, that one play was rough (laughs) for sure. And it helped the Cowboys cover. I will go with uh, your Josh McDaniels. If anything, he should apologize to those who had the Raiders minus one and a half, who had the Raiders plus seven and a half on an adjusted teaser, who had the Raiders plus ten and a half on an adjusted parlay, namely me. I dropped thousands on that Josh McDaniels. Um, they, I, I look. I wish him many more closed door meetings with uh, with what's his name Davis, Mark, Mark Davis, and that hair. Yes, he should have to stare at that hair every week for the rest of eternity. For God's sakes, yes, Josh McDaniels, my pick. Check out. Of those I could not take somebody seriously. Board? I don't care how much money you got. I know you're my boss and all, but like, <laughs> if I'm getting like reamed by this guy who l- literally puts a ball on his head and takes the cut, takes scissors and cuts around that bowl, like I, I just be like, man, like let's go to the barbershop and then on. we can have a conversation. It'd be funny if it goes on during the sit down. It really would. It's like he's getting his haircut. <laughs> that would really throw people off. Shaq, do you agree with any of those? Yeah, well, certainly the first two. And uh, yeah, the Josh McDaniels, by the way, that's the second time in his first season as the head coach of an NFL team. He's apologized to to the fan base. Uh, He did it with the Broncos as well. Right. Um, So bad trend there. I'm going to go off the board here, though. I'm going to go with Dabo. At Clemson, we talk about the 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 pox that's on, or at least we used to perceive to be true about Alabama running backs and Alabama quarterbacks and Ohio State quarterbacks. What about what's going on at Clemson? There, consider Taj Boyd at one point was considered to be a prospect for the NFL. That didn't work out. Deshaun Watson is a wreck of a human being, um, and now you have Trevor and DJU. I don't know exactly what's going on there. Are you going to you, buyer beware, caveat emptor, or anybody who drafts DJU. And in the meantime, you have Trevor Lawrence. I find this a remarkable uh, streak that is about to be broken. The scouts were right about Elway and Peyton and Luck. What gives now? By this point, the can't miss guy shouldn't be missing as much as he is. Trevor Lawrence is another weird one. I'm blaming the head coach down at the college ranks, Dabo mm, Sweeney. I texted – I have a, a guy who's a scout in the league, and I texted watching that national championship game between Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. I'm like, why does everybody think that Trevor Lawrence is better than Justin Fields when I'm watching Justin Fields run around with broken ribs, delivering balls on time? And Trevor it's just, Trevor Lawrence just doesn't. But he's like – he agreed with me. But I, I – of those second-year quarterbacks, to me, Justin Fields is the only one that I would want right now. Well, it's weird now. Now it's, um, you know, you got the Herbert, you got the two in the borough class, but now there's about nine quarterbacks who have not uh, really, I don't, they haven't stood out. And right, Martin, I think we all would have had fields at the bottom of that list a year ago today. And now I think he's the top, but still not excited about any of those quarterbacks. The thing I'll say, Shaq, Trevor Lawrence ran in college. I don't know what happens to some of these guys when they go to co- to pros, but that's what we liked about Trevor Lawrence. We were talking about this on Against All Odds. He had 563 rushing yards in 2019 for Clemson, right? Isn't that the dimension of Trevor Lawrence that's missing? And maybe it's because of the Jags' offensive line. I don't know if that'll ever be great, but we're not seeing that. At, I mean, that's 30% of what we liked about Trevor Lawrence in college. I, isn't it? I don't know what goes on with that particular kid, but it is funny. I always think that it's, or I used to always think, well, that the head coach or the OC at the NFL level is discouraging running. Hey, you're the franchise. We can't get you hurt. So please eat the ball. Do not run around a lot. Yeah. But as it turns out, if you talk to guys in the league, they're just some percentage of quarterbacks, understandably, who don't want to get hit by 275 pound guys consistently. There are a lot of, why don't you run? Why isn't that guy? Why isn't, why aren't the Dolphins running Ryan Tannehill? Why aren't the Tennessee Titans running around uh, uh, Marcus Mariota more? As it turns out, anecdotally, 
some guys don't like to run because there's a collision on the other side of it. All right, but that's why they were. It's part it. of the greatness of what they were drafted. Right. It's like buying a Billy Joel concert ticket, and he's like, "What? You're not going to do Piano Man?" It's like, "No, no, can't do it." I, I, don't, I don't know. You're shutting down a major. He had 17 rushing touchdowns in his last two years at Clemson. So um, I think there's a difference so I, though I don't between like uh, Trevor Lawrence is athletic enough, sure, but there, I think there's a difference between guys like who are in kind of those option offenses like Trevor Lawrence was and guys who are, I'm not saying Trevor Lawrence isn't athletic, but a guy like Justin Fields is ultra athletic where like he, like Trevor Lawrence, the only position he would play in football is quarterback. Right. But could Uh still run. Whereas Justin Fields theoretically has the speed and size to have played another position at some other point in time and is playing quarterback. Now, I think that that is the difference that, or a yeah, why different. can you why are you able to see that and the scouts can't like shouldn't that factor into where Trevor Lawrence goes in a in you know in a draft like you should I be think ultimately for some sure guys just don't care if you see a guy who can make all the throws it's like you don't draft a quarterback to run it just be I think it'd be an addition all right it was a pretty big pretty big part of his resume um yeah. so now what was his trade babyface Hawkinson to Minnesota I feel like uh Great for the Vikings, but also they got a ton of picks here, right? All right, Minnesota sends a 2023 second round pick, a 2024 third round pick, and 2023 fourth round pick, and a 2024 conditional fourth round pick. Check what's weird to me is um, fire sale for the Bears, fire sale for the Lions in a year that the Packers are not going to come close potentially to winning the division. Isn't it weird? I know it was a two horse race anyway, probably going in, but. None of this helps the Packers, and it certainly doesn't help if uh, one of these pieces goes to the Vikings. It does help one Aaron Rodgers, though. He, I mean, he did his part in the offseason. He got that weird tattoo that featured not one but two lion's heads. What else can he tell you? Oh. They're Gutenkunst, but Gutenkunst, once again, wants to scuttle Aaron's success, doesn't he? I mean, that, that'll be the story after the season that Rodgers was let down by people other than himself. That's his ongoing thing for his career. Um, but in, in the broader picture – I don't understand what these teams are doing. I mean, this is not baseball where you're talking about prospects at 18 and they're going to grow into it in five years or hockey. This is a right now league. What more do you need to see than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning the Super Bowl two years ago and giving up whatever it took to get Tom Brady and the reigning champs, the L.A. Rams, constantly trying to just give up? I mean, at this point, now the report is um, on Tuesday that – the Rams offered two first round picks to get Brian Burns, the edge rusher from Carolina, right. of course. And it begs the question and everybody and everybody is asking is, uh, where the hell did the Rams get two first round picks at this point? Oh, they just give them all away. It's right now. That's the only thing that matters. That's why I discount the the TJ Watt stuff, because I've consistently said it's right now. Play for this week and play for this season and and shame the devil if you're looking ahead to a year or three. Well, years. but you can't blame the, the, lion, the, the Lions and the Bears for not recognizing your right now point of view. It's right now. Great job by the Vikings picking, you know, making the pieces work and everything. But the, I don't, I don't blame the Bears and the Lions for getting I draft do. picks. It's kicking you the do? can. It's because it's, it's it's a phony sense of eleven games. We're, we're, teams. we're into the season enough to see that these teams are not going to make the playoffs. Yeah. The notion that you you're going to solve things by kicking the can down the road by creating this false. Believe me, I'm a Pittsburgh Pirates guy. I'm not a, a fan per se at this point. I've been burned too many times. But this idea of like we're just going to. Next, don't worry, we're going to rebuild now. You've been, Lions, you've been rebuilding for the last 50 years, for for goodness sakes. I mean, this idea that you're going to give up an asset like TJ Hawkinson, I don't know what the next three months look like for TJ Hawkinson and the Lions relationship. It's just loco to give away talent like that in a win-now league. Giving away talent. And then, because here's a good, all right, so it's a win-now league for half of the league, though, because the other half of the league can't win now. Like, the Lions can't win. There's no ter- there's no logical path where the Lions are ma- making the playoffs from this position right here. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, if this sense. was August, I would agree with you, right? Like, all right, everybody's got a shot. But, yeah, the, like Martin says, I think the Lions are out of it. I think the Bears are out of it. Uh, what I'm looking at is, should I, I – you know, I hate the Vikings because Harry likes them so much uh, inexplicably, but – at six to one to win the conference, check you went over it on minus three. It's the Eagles, it's the Niners. Maybe I mean we still have to count on McCaffrey playing injury-free football, right? 
Cowboys are in there. Maybe the Vikings who are freaking, they're going to run away with that. I mean, they're going to, they might compete for that one seed. And if not, they'll get a a home game or two. Six to one might not be bad now as I look at it. Well, you know, uh, another recurring theme for Dave. I love a postseason based on merit. That means fewer playoff teams. Instead, the NFL chasing ratings like every other league does. College football is doing it too, and the March Madness is going to expand as well now. Everything's Mm -hmm. about getting as many teams as possible in. This dilutes the head-to-head games and the ability. It's awfully easy to look at and say, Bills or Chiefs versus the Eagles right now. But there's some juicy plays out there that hear me now, believe me later, you had a wild card Bungles team play the third seed Rams in the last Super Bowl. So the idea that that the teams that are now the prohibitive favorites are going to wind up in the Super Bowl is a a faulty play there. Look at the Dolphins. I think they're they're one of those teams out there that – you know, we I don't know what our collective perception is of them because of the two injury. But remember, when two has been in there, save the game against Pittsburgh, where he was still probably playing a little scared there. That team is legit and up there with every other team, but way down there in terms of, uh, I mean, a great value to play them to to win the conference potentially and laugh now. But Joe Burrow did it, you know, eight sure. months ago. Yeah. I agree, but it's not going to be the Lions and Bears. So, yeah, uh, somewhere I mean, all in there. All you got to do right is, now is, is look at winner. Seattle and all these other teams that are taking advantage or look at the Pelicans in the NBA. When you can take advantage of a team that has a win-now mandate and you have an asset that's yeah. overvalued, like TJ Hawkinson isn't in the top five of tight ends in the league. Top ten, sure. But if you can swap your picks for next year and pick up another one, like well, the look problem at Seattle is we, we find, with, Brian, that, with yeah, Russ and all the we, picks that they got and just draft well. We find flaws in everybody and every team. And I think the reason to settle on the Bills and the Eagles is a, a very, very few holes to poke at. And with these two, these two, those two specifically heading it. But I, I agree. Definitely happens in the next uh, three I think, well, I think the other team that's slightly under, well, the Ravens are. And I'm waiting for those, for those, uh, futures numbers attached to them to change and, and, uh, the odds to get shorter for the Ravens. Cause like we say, they're, Go. They're they're going to take a run now at the number one seed in the in the AFC from here on out. I think I know they're down Rashad Bateman for the next several weeks, so that's bad. But I do think that finding yeah. their identity and beating up whoever they're playing is a good play. The other team is your Dallas Cowboys, Sal. They're they're weird. It's because Dak sat down for that stretch, and I don't know how we perceive them, but their defense dominant, and now they have their superstar quarterback, and also. Jerry Jones can say what he wants about Zeke is the man and all that kind of stuff, and he does have value. I don't think he's he's finished, but Tony Pollard's the guy's got to get the majority of the of the it's touches. Fine. That's yeah, a it's tough fine. team to stop, right? Those yeah, Eagles, Cowboys, twenty five. He's not everyone goes at Zeke for this. Tony Pollard's not going to get twenty five carries a game. He's not that kind of running back. He's he he had fourteen right. carries. He had fourteen carries. When you watch him with the ball, he's great. He glides. You know, more smoothly than Zeke. Zeke's a better blocker. I, I like what they're doing. It's unfortunate Zeke is getting paid so much more than Pollard uh, when you look at the stats, but that's just how it is. But I, I, I don't want to jinx it. I do. Like I oh. said, I would have taken six, six and two going into the bye before the season that's, started, right? And, and keep in mind, too, considering that Dak was out. This is such yeah. a weird ball. This is such a weird curveball of a year based on what we've seen the last decade or whatever. But still, defenses tend to turn it on in the second half of an NFL season. The Cowboys are already a dominant defense. If they if they tune it up even more and uh, you know pressure on the passer becomes even more important than it already is in the back half yep. of the season, man. Look out for your team. I like it. I like it. Right, like the NBA trade deadline because people are actually getting moved. Chase Claypool, uh, Pittsburgh backup quarterback, apparently, from that touchdown pass that he threw yesterday. Uh, he's traded now to the Chicago Bears. Oh, he was? Is he? To, where? to who? Chicago. Chicago Bears. Well, how does that make sense? What is Chicago doing? <laughs> Look, Chicago. I guess Chicago was, take, out my, take out my tent, Martin, and my, we, we just looked like dopes there, Martin. We just said the Bears, it's a fire sale. <laughs> well, I do think Claypool. it's a fire sale, but ultimately what I think it means is they believe in, like, they believe that Justin Fields is their guy 
right? Like that's why you, if you're trading all these defensive pieces away, I think that if they think the way that I think that of the second year guys that are quarterbacks, we got ours. Right. So let's see if we can get Chase Claypool, who is another guy who had some flashes in Pittsburgh as a big play threat before they went and got Pickens and, and, and Deontay Johnson kind of outshined them. Like I, I, I don't hate it. You got him. What did they get about spaghetti? Well, it depends what they gave up. I have wide receivers. It's so weird what they fetch these days. What What are they reporting, spaghetti? Did they say yet? Yeah, I, I haven't seen it. It just came out like like thirty five seconds ago. You made it up. Yeah, no, you're right. All I right, didn't well, make it I up. get back to us on that. And get a second for him. That that uh, it would not make sense to me if they don't get a second in return for him. Really. Yeah, Joel put in the chat, Field Gates just tweeted out all caps, but there was no picks involved. Just as breaking Bears trading for Chase Claypool per source. That's hmm. All right. They threw I mean, in uh, Steely McBeam also. They're get, including Steely McBeam. <laughs> I, I, I can't. Uh, nothing oh, would surprise Schechter. me. I mean, Amari, Amari yep. Cooper is like a top six receiver. And he second went round for the fifth pick. round. Second round a pick. two? For Schefter, yeah. Second round pick. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what the Bears are doing. It's so weird. All right, I, listen. Well, I think Marty's right. They're trying. If if this is your guy, you have to boost his confidence and make him look mm. good. Obviously, uh, at, give him some targets. Who's Who's Justin Fields been? Um, Mooney is nice, but now this gives him a shot, right? Oh, this, I know. This gives Justin yeah, Fields yeah. a shot at developing a little brother. bit. That's about it that they got. Yeah, that's what it is. They're just focusing this year on Justin Fields, and they're going to give up a ton of points on defense because they just traded away the two best defensive players. Yeah. But they figure they'll place, replace those in, next year and try to get back at it. I'm always on it because it's so rich every year, the wide receiver draft, right? I'm always like, just try to get lucky, but you still do have to get lucky, I guess, with the third round or whatever you're using, all these picks that the Bears have amassed. And now, uh, and then they go and trade, trade one for Claypool. All right. Uh, let's take a quick break. Wow. Let's do it. Talk about Caesars right now. Your first bet with Caesars Sportsbook and Casino. It's on Caesars up to $1,250. Download the app with promo code C-Z-R-F-U-L-L and place your first bet. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get it all back as a free bet. That first bet also gives you a thousand tier credits and a thousand reward credits, putting you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer free stays, game tickets, experiences, and more. You must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ontario, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, and Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah, and other states where prohibited. Yes, you have to know when to stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem in Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Virginia, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, or if you know someone who has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Maryland, visit MarylandGamblingMDGamblingHelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net, Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700, Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. That's 467-369. Visit C-O-N-N-E-X-Ontario.ca or call 1-866-531-2600 or text C-O-N-N-E-X to 247-247. Tennessee, call or text Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. All right, quick break, and we're back with our World Series Game 3 picks. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. 
With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. I don't know if you guys noticed, but Game 3 was rained out last night. Um, I heard about that. (laughs) I was like, glad. I'm like, all right, this is. uh, So now they go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, right? All three in Philly. And interestingly enough, the Phillies Astros game butts up against Thursday with the Texans Eagles game. Also Philly Houston. So that is going to be. I didn't even think of that. But where is it? uh, Is it in Houston, that game? So one will be in Houston and one will be in Philly. Right? I think, yeah, Philly, right. the Eagles are on the road. All right, anyway. Well, Astros, what a mess that would be if those were going on at the same time, because if you've oh, ever yeah. been to that sports complex, I mean, they're, the, the stadiums and arenas are right next to each other. Same In Philly? Line. Yeah. In Philly, you say. Yeah, right, yes. Houston, on the other hand, had no fans last Sunday, and uh, there wasn't even an Astros game to um, uh, to use as an excuse. But anyway, Stroh's minus 125, plus 105 on the take back. For the Phillies, Strohs have to be kicking themselves. They blew a 5 nothing lead in game one. Uh, Phillies come back and win in extras, and then the Astros win game two. So this rainout allows the Phillies to switch out Syndergaard for Ranger Suarez. Still Lance McCullers on the hill for the Astros. I like the Astros. Batting three thirty nine over the last month against Southpaws, which Ranger Suarez is. Uh, they scored five off of Suarez a month ago in the first inning. Pena, Maldonado, Tucker all hit this guy. Uh, McCullers, on the other hand, has allowed two runs or fewer in eight of his last ten. Give me the Astros seven to three, and the over hits. Sheck, what do you like tonight? I so want to take the Phillies here because of what I said before it started. If Verlander blows Game One, um, I mean this career long thing is is gross stuff for a guy who otherwise would probably yeah. make, what the top ten of the last fifty years of starting pitchers. Um, but, I think so, and and yet now noted as the and there's enough of a sample size, the worst game one pitcher of all time right now. Yeah, right. It's yeah. terrible, and so I'm sure the Astros are a little spooked by his next start. But yeah, in the here and now, it's hard to go against McCullers and the I, the, the numbers you just provided are more evidence than that I knew until you said them. But yeah, McCullers is the the better pitcher. That's what baseball is all about, right? So I'll, all right. I'll take the Astros in this one, but. I, do you think the Phillies are, are still going to get it? Maybe this is the last Strohs win of the series. Well, it's a big uh, game for them because if they can steal this, the Phillies, then they have Nola in game four right. uh, in a mismatch, which they'll be favored for that. Martin, which way are you going? I'm taking the Phillies here because they get to avoid Noah Syndergaard because it rained. So that <laughs> it's, it's, tell, it's giving me the feeling that God is on the Philly side. Last wild card team in, and they're still playing baseball right now. There's only two teams left. There's, there's, there's stranger things afoot. And so I'm, I'm going with that. Oh, this is your stranger things pick. That was, I mean, that was a while ago. Uh, anyway. Yeah. I, uh, well, yeah, they avoided Syndergaard, by the way, is the only Met to win a world series game in the last 20 year. He won against the Royals and then they hadn't won. And since they played the Yankees, right. So yeah, almost 20 years. Oh, geez. How does this happen? Uh, to baseball. Uh, all right. Uh, let's talk NBA weird start. For some teams, the three and four Warriors and two and five Nets are in action tonight, not playing each other. But Steve Nash fired. Martin, you're mad that you didn't get to bet him for first coach gone. I mean, two weeks in. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Basketball season starts. I'm in the throes of football. I'm trying. I got the pick them going. I'm trying to maintain my dominance there. That started to slip. You know what it coincides with? Basketball season. My attentions are divided and split right now. And you got I, I haven't been able to focus 100% on either mm-hmm. one. I would have seen the writing on the wall. Somebody's got to go, and it's almost always going to be the coach. You got Kyrie going on a, and press conferences and, and tweeting out Amazon links. All types of, of, of terrible things. Who's going to answer for that? Not Kyrie Irving. I'll tell you that right now. 
somebody else, team. and it was going to be Steve Nash. Weird star check for Steve Nash. I, I know it was a dumb thing to say, but I thought he was like too famous to get fired, and certainly not two weeks into the season, right? I yeah, I agree. That you, you just said it exactly right. Too famous. That's Steve Nash. They're firing. He's the problem. Not 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 the cuckoo bird, Kyrie. I mean, what are they going to do about that? But this is the response: is to get rid of get rid of what appears to be level headed Steve Nash. I don't get it, but I also revert back to what Marty said. Come on, but no, understand the moment. Would you NBA? We don't have time for the for for That's true. big uh, big you know, earth-shaking moves like this in November. We're just barely into November, don't you see? January, right. February, do it then. Uh, I mean, that's where 94 and 67 under Nash, which I guess is not great, right, considering the team. And uh, obviously they got swept in the first round uh, last season by the Celtics. What were you going to say, Mark? I just, you know, it it just is – I mean, first of all, it's a great time to do it as the NFL trade deadline is, is swirling around. And yeah. two NBA stories have really gotten swept up. The Josh Primo story got completely swept up by Kyrie and Steve Nash getting fired will get completely swept up by the NFL trade deadline. But also, I hope this doesn't get underreported. The first coach that the Nets were linked to by Shams and the rest of the, all these newsbreakers, the first coach that they're linked to, Ime Udoka. So uh, wow. Brooklyn may just be getting that much more intriguing uh, mm. Going down the line because they just seem to be collecting all. Oh, is that a thing? They could do that, Marty. That the, they could. Woj, Woj tweeted that Boston would let him go for. Uh, wow. Boston would let him go if other if another team. And it was reported that initially is like Emei Doug is going to be suspended, like not essentially suspended. But if any other team was interested in in hiring him, they would let him go. Which was like, why didn't you just fire him? And it made me think it was a legal thing. That's amazing. What the hell? That would be great. What, I mean, again, short attention span, a lot of other games going on, uh, sports and stuff. But what would happen with that story? So he's just on the shelf for the year and no, none of the parties uh, put, putting this, furthering the story at all. It's just like he's okay with just sitting out the season. All of a sudden, mm. very, and they're willing to trade him or let him go. Bizarre. Well, well I know see, we, he made well, a statement, so. Everything well, was yeah, he made a that. statement, and we made a statement, Mark. We said there's probably more to that story than we're hearing, but it seems like there's no more to that story than we're hearing. <laughs> we we might have heard it or not. If he's moving on potentially to a different team, maybe the Lakers and Nets get together and say, hey, let's form I, – I, I don't know. Let's divvy up our assets here and um, uh, make it so that at least one of us has a respectable team to put on the court. The Lakers at their first win of the season, they sprayed Darvin Ham with water in the locker room. Um, they're over under wins, Martin, at 38 and a half to make the playoffs. The no is all the way up to minus 185. Um, I know it's not happening because LeBron won't let it happen, but to have the worst record is 35 to one. That would be fun. You know, you say that. I <laughs> no, would, no. I mean, you look, Let's say, and hypothetically speaking, LeBron <laughs> tweaks an ankle a week after the All Star break and decides that you know he he, he yeah. pulls a Kawhi where he's like you know I'm 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 day to day for the rest of the year. Like yep. this team is a bad team, Dave. I still don't think they're making the playoffs, um, and I still think they lose ten games before they win five. That that's wow. my pet bet going right. on right I'm now. I'm just looking. I'm worse record though is what. 28 wins? What, what would they have to get? 24, 26 wins? They can't. See, the, no, the, the thing about no. the Lakers is they're old and bad. Mm. Where, like, Oklahoma City is going to run into wins just because everybody yeah. on the team is 23 years old and younger. Right. Like, they're going to accidentally just be up on a back-to-back. Like, you see San Antonio has just ran into some wins. The Lakers are not going to run into any wins like that. Obviously, but it doesn't make any Yeah. No, he'd have to get home. Anthony Davis, though, would have to be shelved, right? He would have to be not these, not like it is every day at noon. You hear he's questionable for a game. He would have to, they'd have to shut him down, right? Get to we the just, bottom of this, Sal. I don't understand what gives here. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, and teams that have LeBron and Anthony Davis and the Nets roster are, are yeah. all bad. What gives? What this may, meanwhile, Geno Smith is the bell of the ball. What in hell? And it makes us nervous as fans and as gamblers. So you want to you want to be able to count on things you can count on. My right? point, right? Yeah. Of course, yeah, we yeah. you need something dependable. It can't all oh. be chaos. It's not enjoyable. It's the most dependable thing of all, Dave. 
It's the what? most dependable what? thing of all. Father the Lakers time. not making the playoffs. Oh, Father, Father time. time, Father Time. He's got like the days of, of the days of LeBron taking <laughs> you, me, and Sal to the NBA Eastern Conference Finals are gone. They're over. Like no, I know, you know but yeah, you would have done well betting against Father Time and Tom Brady in the last few years. It just it it just I guess it hits you. But meanwhile, you know who before last night had the most passing yards in the league? Tom Brady. Somehow, so now Burrow is past him. Yeah, yeah. I guess a lot of it's checkdowns and his percentage is up. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Burrow went ahead of him la- uh, after last night. Um, hmm. You know, he has nine touchdowns and one interception. He doesn't. You wouldn't compare him to Mahomes, who has twenty touchdowns. But uh, parody yeah. sucks. How about that? Who does? I don't like it. I don't know if this is parody or what oh, you parody. Yeah. What you put this on, but I do not like the coin flip nature of every game in, in increasingly in every sport. It is not I don't find that satisfying at all that there's that there's no math that allows you to you you do all the like the team that lost coming back on in prime time on the road the following week stuff. Like I have to dig deep on those because because whatever math I'm trying to apply ain't working. It just is it just there's no there's no sense to what's happening here. I like Aaron uh, Rodgers can't win games. Aaron Rodgers is just a bum now. And Tom Brady's old. Aaron Rodgers is 39. That's that's you know back half of uh, his prime in the 21st century. Whatever. Both anything. these guys are top three for MVP last year, right? So right. The, you, know, the, you, know, you could you could apply an age and whatever, but they uh, you know it's not like they were 15th best quarterback and now they're the 27th best quarterback. What in um, hell is my question? What in hell? Well, I liked how Kevin Hanch phrased it, uh, I think, a couple weeks ago on Minus 3. He says it's uh, it's called any given Sunday, not every given Sunday, right? And that's what we're saying uh, every, <laughs> right. every week. It's rough. Uh, but listen, we're going to forge on. After the break, we're going to give our play of the day when we return. All right, here it is. So we have hockey. We have basketball. We have Maction tonight, Check. Uh, this is part of – we're going to have football every single day for the next, like, mm-hmm. 23 days or something going on here. Uh, there's a lot to choose from. What did I say? Did I, did I miss anything? Basketball? Hockey? We're gonna, soon enough, we're going to have college basketball. Give us your play of the day. Well, I'm going to the ice surface, uh, both sides of uh, hockey North America here. The Penguins – a rug. I mean, by the way, I, I said it on minus three. You know how I give out the Sonic Award, the the sports mm-hmm. town whose fans have suffered the most. I Pittsburgh. Mean, I might just cancel the rest of the year. I mean, what what what's left to to be settled? Who's going to have a worse sports year than what's Pittsburgh their record? sports fans? What's their record well, right now? I, I'm just the Penguins suffered the heartbreaker against the Rags in springtime. Right. The Steelers are two and six. The Pirates are the pirates of the last 25 years and pit football is an embarrassment. So there's nothing good. I'm going to say for one night, at least it turns around. I'm going to take the, the Pittsburgh penguins mm. at home back now in the comfy environs on the banks of the, the three rivers on the money line against the Bruins. And then the flames hosting the Kraken parlay, those two money line bets mm. plus 162 is the payout side note. I am once again, I told Mikey meatballs the other day, for good news or bad, I'm back on the Calgary Flames. They're going to get to the, the <laughs> they're going to get to the Stanley Cup final this right. year. Man, that Listen, team is a brute. Another side note: your four and four Penguins, Spaghetti, and I try to tell you they're not making the playoffs. You could have gotten three I, to one odds I remain, on that. I remain unconcerned about that, or at least I okay. have bigger fish to fry right now. I'll get back to you come January if they're still a 500 team. Then I'll be worried. All right, Martin, play today. Uh, I'm going with the uh, over four and a half. Uh, runs in the first five innings of tonight's baseball game. But as yeah. you were just saying that, I just thought about it. Dang, is it the split The split between how good Philly sports are right now and how bad Pittsburgh sports are right now? Has there ever oh. been a larger stretch in, in I mean, a shorter distance? Mm-hmm. Not in my Jeez. lifetime, I don't think. Maybe 1980, the Phillies won the World Series. The Eagles went to the Super Bowl. The Sixers would have been good with Dr. J and – I don't think they had Moses. They didn't have Moses Malone yet, but still were a good team. The Flyers were good, so yeah, that would be the biggest. Well, the disparity. Pirates must have been okay that year, right? It was after the, the they were okay they in eighty, but but the, the the decline had begun by eighty for the Steelers. Right. Well, pit football was anyway, but the, yes, Marty's point is accurate. This yeah. might be the biggest distance between in favor of Philadelphia in my lifetime. Martin, yeah, I thought you would half, go. Like, I'm sorry, I was yeah, just the okay, Astros. No. 
uh, yeah. have been getting after. They got after Wheeler and they got after Nola and they get after lefties more than that with Suarez going. And they're, they're five and the Phillies are five and zero oh at home, scoring seven runs a game. So four and a half. In I like the first that five. pick. It's I, I definitely odds, like the. So. The over there. I thought you were going to try to figure out this Bulls Nets game. How do they react now? The Nets are home. It's one and a half. Oh man, no, I, I don't, don't like. Just I don't, don't like unless I like but unless I think the team is going to win after they fire their coach. Like they're trying to catch the dead cat bounce, but I don't have any right. faith in what the Nets got going. Well, on. Well, that's why maybe yeah. I would go with the Bulls. That's what I'm thinking of the plus one and a half. But anyway, I'm uh, also sticking with baseball. Jose Altuve after going uh, 0 for 23, he's hitting four straight. He has not knocked in a run. I think that happens tonight. Now the fact that he leads off, you're forfeiting that first at bat, but you get plus two twenty five. If and when he singles in Chaz McCormick. Check, you must like that. He goes by Chaz McCormick. Yes. Yeah, C-H-A-S. that's the smart play. That's the smart we- play. It's the same thing as Richards. I don't know what they're doing. Like, I can I can handle Rick or Ricky, but if you're mm-hmm. named Richard, go with Dick. You know, like that same thing. If, you, if you're mm-hmm. named Charles, go Chaz. That's the classic. I, I've player. never seen a Chaz in sports. Have you? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, not. I'm, you, you, it, yeah. you, you'll you'll call people Chaz, and it's not. It's no, far I put from that on them to try to help yes. them out, and then they don't exactly. take my help. But yeah, right. I would, no, I don't think I, I don't think we have some. I went to high school roster. in 2006 with both a Chaz and a Dick. You did? Yeah. Wow. Chaz Sims wow. and Dick Morales. Yep. True story. If I had to do over again, maybe one of my uh, one of my male sons, Dick Damashek. That's pretty. What do you mean do it over again? You will. You'll have another one. You're right. You're right. Over yeah. Act three coming up soon. No Mr. Lister tonight, right? Is uh, Spotify's taking the week off? or is that? Yeah, like- it's not our fault. We are, you yeah, know, me and Eddie Spaghetti right. are ready to roll after a banner, right. if controversial, episode. It's a shame that Harry had to sully what was a grand event. But we'll get back on track uh, next Tuesday night, 7 yeah. p.m. Eastern. Be there for our list-based sports trivia show. Sal and Harry honored us with their presence last week. It was a good time. You can, in fact, still go back and listen to it. Mr. Lister. Yes, I'm going to put that up there. I'm going to retweet that because that's an episode. Well, they're all uh, worth listening back to. But, yeah, Mr. Lister, uh, you had Andy Staples on uh, minus three. You can have Kevin Hench on Thursday. You guys talk Georgia. Well, we'll we'll get on this uh, Thursday. But, yeah, Georgia now down to eight and a half. It was 12 and a half, by the way. But Tennessee. It was? Denver, well, what like three weeks hell? ago. The, the look oh, OK. Minus. OK. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, breakdown by one of the best college football guys there is in Andy Staples on that Tennessee Georgia game. Really dug deep on that one. If you're interested in maybe the game of the college mm-hmm. football season, let me tell you something. That Nolan Smith is out for the year. Dog's number one pass rusher. That that could be big. Uh, could be big in that game. He is uh, out with the ACL, I believe. Martin Lemon Pepper Parlay with Will Blackman. Do me a favor, please. Ask him how far he thinks he could throw a football because we've not had him. I will uh, weigh in. Mm. I have no idea. Mm. It's going to be interesting. I asked him how far he could throw a football. I'm going to, I'm setting right now the over under at, he's going to say he could throw 40, 42 yards, 42 and a half yards. Which way are you guys going? I'm going to go under. I'm going to, you know, this is like my stupid thing with all the uh, preseason futures for the uh, over unders. (laughs) I'm going to bet under on everybody because we're not throwing a nerf around, Shaq. You have, have you held like a regulation size? Football and try to talk. It's hard. Good way. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard. A call. It's smooth. And, it, 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 you know, it's kind of like trying to throw a big rock. It's hard. Yeah. It, it, you know, you, there's no flex in it when you grab a football. Yeah. It's harder than, uh, than well, probably someone's blowing out their shoulder. Someone's going to do it. We're going to do this and on their third attempt. I think we should do three attempts, right? You take the longest one. And then uh, that we're going to have injuries all across the board on the Extra Points uh, Podcast Network. I'm just looking to beat 32 since Sal said that, or 32 and a half. 33 and a half. Uh, okay. 33 right. and a half. Okay. That's all I that, That's but, my goal. At no, time. but I think that's high. I think that's high now for all of us. I think I, I, I've given some thought. So, Martin, where do you put yourself? We're going to do you this next You tried it. Week. That's good. That, you know what that says to me, Sal? You did some side work. You saw it. You wanted to see what you could do. No, I was tossing long with my son with a nerf. And I was like, wow, this is, uh, I might get there with a nerf. So, I, and then you look at a regular size, regulation size ball, totally different story. Um, Yo, so check that out. Yeah. A regulation, this can't be right. An official NFL football is $169 on Amazon. What? No, yeah. is it really? That's oh why I typed in the, you know, because, you know, the official ball got the Duke on it or whatever. Right, right, right. You know, so I thought, let me go get the real deal, the real deal Holyfield. Mm-hmm. 
Because, you know, Meatballs gave away a little bit of the secret that I got a rifle, but I didn't want to give him too much. I'm not. Oh, really? But, All right. Yeah, you know, I, I, but yeah, I mean, I might not be able to practice with the uh, with the real deal here. I might just have to get a. Uh, we got something similar, don't we? Close enough? Or does the loser have to purchase one of these balls? Is that how we so should saying, do this? I think we get close know. enough with this one. All right, I would listen. say this, Dave, you're talking yeah, about when now. Remember this. The Dallas Cowboys started an entire dynasty by getting too many picks back yeah, for Herschel true. Walker. Remember yes. that when you're looking at Seattle and all these. Well, that doesn't make any sense. This one player. Maybe the mm-hmm. Panthers just did it with Christian McCaffrey. Next president but, of the United States, Herschel Walker. There you go. You're right. Right. He um, might be a senator. That was all, that was also before. I mean, I, I hear you completely, and I like to try to apply like what happened four decades ago. But like, just to bring it all the way back to where we started with uh, with my Pittsburgh Steelers, these comps about like, hey, give Kenny Pickett a break because Terry Bradshaw threw blank picks in his rookie. Like, yeah. not applicable. Also, not what sad. happened pre free agent era is not relevant here. But I, I hear you. I guess it's. A, I, I think it is it at minimum. It gives a ray of hope. If you're a Detroit Lions fan, what are you what are you looking at at this point? You got you got duped again by August by hard knocks. Like, dude, I like this guy, grit. You, you you got God again. So now they have to kick it down the road and make you ignore what's happening right now and and pie, and get pie in the sky about the future. You know, I, 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 got, I just don't we'll, like it. We'll go over this Thursday, but <laughs> they're five and five against the Packers, the, the reeling Packers, and uh, who come to town. Uh, this week. So it might not be, I don't know. Now, now we'll get thrown for another loop when the Packers lose that one. But anyway, uh, yes, Lemon Pepper Parlay, Will Blackman, Martin Weiss, minus three, Sheck, Kevin Hench, tomorrow go listen to Andy Staples. We have Megan Fun of Sports. Oh, Waiver Wired, Spaghetti, and Jen Piacenti jump on today, I believe, uh, against all odds. We're going to go over some uh, NBA futures and game three today. What am I missing? Covered in glory. Lots of stuff out there on the Extra Points Podcast Network. And a reminder to everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites. 